my friends, family, and chosen family, welcome. My name is Andrea Davidson, and aside from the fact that I had to take on a few in-between-the-good-times food industry jobs to pay the rent, I have been a professional musician for most of my life. In the hustle of the record, the publishing and production deals, touring and trying to find my place in the industry, I was quietly dealing with a list of perpetual chronic health issues that catalyzed me to question whether or not what I'd been told by doctors my whole life was actually true. Does diet affect the way I feel and look? Could I actually reverse my chronic health issues and improve my mental health through nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle changes? Does the way I'm thinking about myself and the world around me actually affect my reality? And do I have the capacities to positively change that perspective and therefore my reality? Absolutely. All right. So. I'm officially the proud owner of Be Well Natural Health Store here in downtown Rogersville, Tennessee, and this podcast is intended to be a resource of empowering information for you. No matter if you live in the area or if you're a part of our online community, whether you're looking to take your first step towards better health or your 10,000th, Be Well welcomes you. All right, happy Wednesday, everyone. Today, we going to talk about fluoride and its presence in our water and toothpaste, which is a controversial subject matter to say the least. Well, first let's talk about what fluoride is. Its chemical symbol on the periodic table is F. It is a pure gas. It's known as the most electronegative reactive element of all the elements. Fluoride is actually found in nature and in nature it's called calcium fluoride which is found in soil and it's found in the water. And is this the kind of fluoride we find in our water that's being added to it? No. That is called hydrofluorosilicic acid. I don't know how to say that properly. So we can just call it HFS or FSA. This is a uh, byproduct of fertilizers and um, potentially some other things, which we'll get into. So it is not found in nature. So let's rewind a bit, because obviously we weren't always drinking fluorinated water, so when did this start? Well, up until the 1950s, fluoride was considered a byproduct of toxic waste, and then suddenly, in the 1950s, it was just what babies needed for their teeth enamel. (laughs) Why? Why did that change? Now, I always thought a good vitamin mineral multi would be a nice addition to the water, uh, good for baby's teeth enamel, amongst other things. So why not add that instead? Well, there are some guys who got a hold of some declassified government documents that have answers to these questions. (laughs) So it's all in regards to the Manhattan Project, which, as most of us know, was the U.S. military group that was set forth to build the atomic bomb. Supposedly, the key chemical to build this atomic bomb was, you guessed it, fluoride. Like, an outrageously large amount of fluoride. Millions of tons of fluoride. So, it was a huge health hazard for surrounding humans, both workers and people who lived nearby. And a group of scientists were asked to provide evidence that could hold up in court to defend against fluoride issues with citizens and workers. So from what I could tell, the University of Rochester was sort of like a home base for many of these scientists to do their research. And actually, the first lawsuits against the building of the atomic bomb and that whole program were not over radiation. 
believe it or not, they were over damage caused by fluoride. So in the midst of this research and all the classified studies codenamed Project F, they found multiple problems with ingesting fluoride. And so it seems a lot of information was suppressed. So basically a spiral of uproar with these uh, people who were affected by the atomic bomb program uh, downstream from the location farmers, their crops and cattle and surrounding people catalyzed the people in power to work on a sort of spin of the story, Um, not only to hide aspects of these findings, but to just focus on potential positive effects and figure out a way to get the public feeling good about it. So they started in Newburgh. They did a 10-year study to see what happened to the peeps there and how super low dose fluorinated water would affect these people. Uh, The final report that came out in 1956 stated that it was all safe and all good. There is evidence, again, of suppressed information. There are so many details to this and honestly more kind of crazy stories that I was reading about and sifting through, such as claims that the Nazis used it in concentration camps to make prisoners more docile. It's just a lot. It's worth delving into. I would recommend you checking out uh, Christopher Bryson's book, The Fluoride Deception, because there's a lot of detail and references and all of that in the book. Bottom line is the roots and history of fluoride coupled with many studies scientists have conducted more recently in question of its safety makes the adding of fluoride to our water quite questionable in my opinion. What have they found in these studies? Well, it can interfere with sexual development. It is associated with hypothyroidism, cancer, and diabetes risks. It can cause damage to the brain and central nervous system. It lowers IQ. It causes dental fluorosis. can contribute to brain inflammation, such as Alzheimer's. It can contribute to atherosclerosis, birth defects, inhibits enzymes that regulate various bodily systems, builds up in the pineal gland and calcifies the fluid this little tiny pine cone-shaped gland has inside of it. Uh, It's in the center of the brain, and the pineal gland is in charge of secretion of melatonin and regulating circadian rhythms. From a spiritual perspective, many people claim this pineal gland as the seat of the soul, the third eye, and you can find the pine cone symbolism in a lot of sectors of religion and esoteric spiritual circles across the globe. And supposedly it produces or secretes DMT, which is an endogenous hallucinogen. When this fluid calcifies, which is what fluoride does to the fluid in the pineal gland, it supposedly blocks your ability basically to connect directly with God, source, the son of God, Jesus, Yahweh, the great one, universe, whatever you want to call it. So I started diving into this stuff probably 15 years ago and my stance is still the same. I think the real dirty F word here on planet Earth likely is fluoride, and I do everything I can to avoid it. Down at Bewell, we use English Mountain Spring Water for people who come to use the sauna, which is 
bottled 700 feet from the actual spring. It's about 60 miles from Rogersville. It does have third-party testing for cleanliness and to make sure there's no heavy metals and stuff, but no fluoride is added to this water, of course. So, or, you know, you can filter your water, people. Lots of options for that. Just make sure you're getting a filter that actually filters out fluoride. It is interesting to note, actually, for my fellow Rogersville peeps, and another reason why I freaking love this town, is we have quite the history of trying to get the fluoride removed from the water here. Sounds like we need to maybe reignite the flame, from what I have been told and from what I've read. I mean, did you know that we spend like $40,000 annually to add that Mm -hmm. to our water? Excuse my French. But how about using that to fix roads or something? I don't know. Anyway, I know the topic is controversial. I want to hear your perspective. I do not need for it to be the same as mine. So please feel free to respond and reach out with your comments, questions. As always, thank you so much for spending a bit of time with me. If you like this podcast, please follow it to get updates when new ones are out. Share it with someone you think will dig it. I'm going to close this one out with a song that perfectly fits the sentiment of this subject matter. It's called Dextack. Don't forget, y'all, knowledge isn't meant to bring us down, even when it's sad or heavy. It's meant to enlighten us, to catalyze better decisions, and make us more conscious, aware, evolved human beings so that we can treat ourselves better and, in turn, treat those around us and the world better. All right. Be well. Bye for now. It is mostly my head that's been by. Didn't get out of bed and would not let you see How sensing I'm dead, this is where we could meet Now I sit in this place, in empty space Listen for sounds of the ground in your
can't stay.